shared with me yesterday, um, basically he just reminded me that my husband, who I have, that I have a wonderful, God-fearing, loving husband, and I'm truly grateful for my husband. He also reminded me about my family, my little girl, and our new little girl that we're going to have. <laughs> we just found that out today. She's healthy. Everything's good. Yes, I'm tiny, but she's in there moving and wiggling. and Just like, just like Pastor said, she's a little mover, moving a lot, a whole lot in there. Um, but that, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm just very, very happy that I have my family that I do have. I'm kind of like you where you get brought into a lot of family, and I didn't come from um, a lot of that. I was adopted as a child and went through a lot of parents and stuff like that. But I have Corbins, and if you all know Corbins, they're everywhere. <laughs> but I think that was it. One more thing was, um, that's right, the main thing was, we have been trying for another another child since um, Elise was three, and so it's been seven years, and if y'all know about seven, that's completion in the Bible, Amen. so that's our blessing right there. <laughs> Amen. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Hold on. Hold on for a second. So, so what was that again? What's that in your tummy? It's a girl. Ain't that something? You know, and the, and the thing about it, I was, we were sitting here praying last night, and I was just, we were just praying, and the Lord just impressed that upon me, and I said, and I was a little bit hesitant because I wasn't sure if he was like me, because I wanted girl, boy, and I wasn't sure, and I said, I've sensed girl, but I don't want to disappoint Brother Walter over there. <laughs> but that's what the body does. That's what, you know, God speaks through prophetic voices. God speaks to give direction and encourage you. Amen. How me know my sister's encouraged? Now, I want you to, in, in concert with everything that she said, seven years. Seven years. But look at the blessing. Here's the evidence. Come on, give God a praise again. Amen. Amen. I think we have, is that you? Was that you who had a testimony? Did I see somebody else? Who's next? Hallelujah. Yolanda, you got one? Come on, give Yolanda a hand as she come up. Hallelujah. That is very unique what you got on your head there. Hallelujah. The, I, I normally always compliment you. That's, can I just say unique? Hallelujah. Y'all got a picture? I had spirit week at school, so today was hat day. Shout it. Um... When we started praying when um, Wednesday, because um, I started Wednesday with you guys here, and we, you know, the storm and everything, we were home praying and everything. But, you know, lately I've been just feeling, because so much, I'm doing so much stuff. It just seemed like stuff just continually come my way, especially um, when Brother Sean was, was he asked for help um, for him, and, and I had to speak up and tell him about, you know, we all was telling him about don't let things come and, and take the place of your walk with God. Don't let things come and bombard you. Don't go back to things and stuff like that. And me, I just feel that I've been working and doing stuff, so much stuff lately. Um, 
as you know, I started this business with um, a friend of mine, and, and it's getting bigger, so we're just working a lot on it, and I just been feeling like my prayer life has been suffering, and and my walk with God is just, you know, it was, I just feel like it's just not like it used to be, and I'm sitting here, and I was praying, and and I was just upset, and then I'm just sitting here, you know, you can complain to God, and you know, he doesn't like people to complain to him. And I'm just sitting there complaining about, you know, my walk isn't like it should be. And then I was saying, and you know, God, you bless me with so much talents and stuff. And like, I, you know, I'm this artist and, and I'm drawing and, and I don't draw like I use even the talents you give me. I'm feeling like I'm wasting them. And I feel like I'm not just going to my fullest potential. I said, even when I'm drawing now that I feel that in my drawings, I should be an artist that can just whip out something, but I just seem like I look at things and copy, and I say, I could, I just, I'm just at the stage, I'm just copying things, and I just feel like I'm not walking where I don't feel close, and I'm just copying, and then it's like God just pulled me. He said, well, do that. Copy Jesus. Do that. That's, that's all you have to do. Copy him, and it's like he spoke to me. He always makes stuff so plain, and it was just, I'm like sitting there, and I was like, God, I'm so stupid. And, you know, it's, I was like, that's right. He told us to be imitators of him, but it just like he just spoke, and I'm just talking about copying stuff, drawing and stuff. He said, okay, well, there you go. That's your answer. Copy Jesus. Do Do what he does. Do what he did. Copy him. And I'm like, he said, and, and you will please me. Because, you know, I'm just worried. I'm like, I know God is, you know, I just feel like I'm not pleasing God. I'm not doing what I should. And he was like, copy Jesus. It's just right in my ear, in my left ear. It's like, copy Jesus. And I was crying and tears dripping on the floor. I'm trying to sniff and not snot over there. But, yeah, it was just that was just a blessing to me this week. And so. When we just come and pray together, it was just a blessing, and, and i just so happy he spoke to me. And he speaks to me like that, but he just just lifted me that night. And, and, and since then, I'm just feeling good because I got here tonight a little bit late because I actually was getting stuff, coming here getting stuff for us to eat because, you know, I'm, and of course I'm going to stand there and look at food. But anyway, so I'm walking into Giants, and I, I, re, I already got the stuff for us, and I walked into Giants just to take a picture of this flower that um, that I was telling a coworker about that I liked and I was going to get. And then these kids came and like, would you donate to this, you know, and and, and I, I was like, well, what do you need me to do? And they gave me the paper. Would you do this? So I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and copy Jesus. <laughs> let me go ahead and let me just go ahead. I, I got it, so I might as well give it. So it was just, and, and I just felt that, you know, he was like, well done. He just told me that, so. Amen. Hey, hold up a second. See, and that's one of the goals of our consecration week. What God desires more than anything else, sometimes we think it's, you know, you know you can be too busy doing things, and if you're not spending time with him, God is, the Bible says he's a jealous God. God loves you more than he loves all the stuff you do for him. So in your serving him, make sure that you are spending time with him. Because what he was basically saying is, I need you to get closer to me. Because when we don't stay close to him, that's when we start getting off the rail. The, the train, the wheels start falling off. We start making decisions on our own. And before we know it, it's like, how did I get here? So that's what Consecration Week do for us. It helps bring us back 
into closeness with the Lord. And that's why I sense the Lord did with you. Amen. Give God praise for that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Is there another testimony? Thanks. Come on up. Come on, give her a hand. The floor is yours. I don't usually do public speaking, but I have to tell it because I know it's from God. Um, about a month ago, um, I had my evaluation. And, of course, we know after we get an evaluation, we get a raise. So I received a small raise. And I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord, because it's always a blessing to receive a raise <laughs> for your hard work. So a few weeks after that, my supervisor calls me, and she said, Renisha, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let you go. And I'm thinking, what do you mean? You just gave me an increase. How are you going to let me go? I thought I was doing a good job. Well, that wasn't the case. She said, well, we have to give you to another employer because they need some workers. So, I'm, okay, I'm not worried about it. I came home and I talked to Elvin about it, and I said, well, she wants to give me to someone else because funding have run out. I work for the federal government as a contractor, and I worked for this particular company for 10 years. So Elvin said, don't worry about it. It's going to work out. So I just prayed about it. And I prayed, and she said, someone's going to contact you, and I gave you a really good reference. And I said, okay. I mean, it's been a month. I received my offer letter this week, and God has truly blessed my family. So all the things that I've been asking for, a new house and a new car, I already see it. <laughs> I see God blessing us with a new home and with a new car, and I praise God for that, and it's all from him. Amen. <laughs> The prayers of the righteous availeth much. Amen. And God just decided to do it this week. Yes, yes. Come on, give God praise. <laughs> and you know you would have been in trouble if you would have sat on that one. God wasn't going to let you get away with that. So. <laughs> now, now, anybody else? God put something on your heart you want to share? Come on, brother. Come on, give him, give him a praise clap as he comes. All I want to say is uh, God's been working with us this week, but God's been working with us way before this week. Because if most of y'all know that's been here, last year at this time, I was in the hospital. And I was on sick for 14 days. And the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. The doctors didn't know what the problem was. I was getting bone marrow transplants, checking out, seeing what was going on. Nothing I didn't know what was going on. Me and my wife prayed about it. After I get out of the hospital, me and my wife got stronger in the Lord. And we stayed strong in the Lord. And I told Pastor this earlier this week. We've been with the Lord and we've been following his path and walking in his righteousness. And I could just see the greatness that's going through now. I, I'm healthy as an ox now. As you see, because <laughs> when I got out of the hospital, I was skin and bones, sick, didn't want to eat, and felt real bad. Now, I just thank God for blessing me and my family and everybody. Just please pray for me, for my family, as we pray for y'all. Thank you. And, and, you, and you know, and was it, what, what, what was the exact time of that, that incident? Yeah, and we and we were there in the hospital. And I remember because the doctors could not figure out what was going on with them. Still don't know. And uh, know, well, you know what? Well, it's a testimony, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, 
You see what God do after a year? Now, and, and some of you all didn't see Brother Edwin. You know, last year Brother Edwin had gotten way down. Hallelujah. And, uh, and God just blessed him. He, like he said, he's strong. Hallelujah. And we love him. Amen. Come on, give God a praise for him. Bless you, man. Bless you. <laughs> Anybody else have a testimony you want to share? Hallelujah. Come on, Sister Diver. Uh-oh, y'all, look out, because she got this book. She ready to preach. Look out. Yeah, you have to, st- <laughs> you have to stop me. <laughs> That's why I was waiting. because I have a word brewing in me. Uh, that was really a blessed, blessed, blessed week. You know, it started, I'm not sure, I hope everybody, that I, I, I believe that God had a purpose for the storm and why we are not here Monday, because we had such a blessing, blessed time at home, praying, and we, we prayed with my husband beyond, like, like we normally did throughout the, throughout, uh, the week, uh, over here beyond 8.30, we prayed at home the same, beyond 8.30, you know, without time watching or anything, God was there. And we needed that. We really needed to reconnect. You know, God was speaking, you know, about reestablishing that family prayer time, really uh, praying and being in the world together, you know, more. And we really needed that. God had a purpose. You know, but throughout this week, I believe God was speaking a lot to, uh, to each of us, to some encouragement, to some conviction, you know, correction. Different things what we really needed. And uh, yesterday, when we were kind of uh, sitting quietly in his presence, God reminded me of that uh, scripture in the Revelations when he was speaking to the churches. And if you remember, some he, uh, he was speaking to each, each church of, uh, specifically. So he complimented some of their good deeds, but he convicted on certain losing faith or losing the first love. Whatever he pinpointed, certain things, you know. And I want to read to you specifically from Revelation, Revelation chapter three. This is the message to the Church of Laodicea, and starting with verse nineteen, it says, "Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. Be zealous, therefore, and repent." You know, so it, God was correcting, correcting us on certain things. Like when, when, I, when I spoke uh, uh, Wednesday, he was encouraging us to leave, to lay aside certain weights and sin, to leave and, and be zealous, run the race zealously, fervently, on, be on fire, to regain, to regain certain things that we lost something, you know, to get, go back to that first love, to, to that, uh, you know, First love, really, when we're on fire, to run fervently, you know. And uh, also, he, s- he says in verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and be with him. We normally use this verse out of context, using an evangelist when we evangelize somebody. But this is a message to the church. He says, I stand at the door and knock. We would think he will be already inside. He's talking to the church. He's saying, I'm standing at the door and knock. He's talking to the believer. Why he's not inside? Why he has to knock? 
at our door. Because we shut him out so often. We get distracted by different worries or daily routines. So we, we, we go by doing things by ourselves in our own strength. We shut him out. We forget. We leave him behind. Or so, you know, we become independent. We sometimes, often, you know, as, as Sister Yolanda said, we, we, we just go about our own business and forget him. That's why he said, I stand at the door and knock. And we need, we need to not to dwell on that, that I received Jesus 20 years ago. We don't need to dwell on that experience. We need to receive him <laughs> and come into presence, fellowship with him, dine with him. Dinner, we eat dinner every day, right? He wants to dine with us every day. He wants to speak to us every day. That's why he say, I'm standing and knocking every morning. When you open your eyes, he's standing right there waiting to talk to you. He wants to walk, to dine, to walk, to fellowship throughout the day, 24-7. And we, we need to remember that. And when we, when we, when we just find ourselves, I'm, I'm on my, by myself, I'm doing my own thing, you know, just repent. Just repent. Right there, just turn around, repent, and standing around. Oh, sorry, Jesus, forgive me. You know, and just turn, focus on Jesus. Turn your eyes again on him. Amen. So just, that's what Jesus was, uh, uh, God was talking to me throughout this week, you know, just getting back to the, the first love and to kind of regaining that fervency, zealousness, you know, really for him. Because we, we know we sometimes go through the motions. But remember what we are doing. For, what, what is the goal? What is the reason? Why we are doing it? Why we are doing what we are doing? Why we are here as a church? Because of him. Because he first loved, loved us. He first loved us. And he expects our love back every day. Amen? You know, and ho hold on. Ho you know, and the thing, and the thing about it, is that it is so easy, especially if you've been saved for a while, that you can fall out of that and you can just go through things and just, you know. And I think what you reminded us tonight is the importance that the Holy Spirit told you, the importance of all of us making sure that we're keeping that vitality in our relationship with God. And that, and that starts with just everyday communing and not letting the things get in the way. So that's a good message for us this week. Amen. Just making sure that we stay there and, and stay in his presence. So give God another praise for that. Thank you so much. So another testimony. Come on, Lord. Come on, give Lord a hand. I'm very bad at talking in front of people, so I apologize. Um, this week on Monday, when I, had, I was lucky enough to have to go to work because I was on call, I was praying during the day at work because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Busy day. <laughs> and I gave it all to God because I was having problems. Like, I, if anyone knows me, I have a potty mouth. And some words that come out of my mouth, you'd be like, what did you just say? You know, so, and I finally was like, you know what? I have to give it to God because I'm not able to change it on my own. 
and I noticed like Monday I was substituting words <laughs> that I would normally use. I was substituting good words. So I was happy with it. So I, I got home and um, telling you that this week the devil was coming against me because I got home and um, my basement was leaking. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I was like, okay, well, my family's all up in New York and New Jersey. So I was like, it could be worse. I could have no house. So I sat down that night and just prayed for God's strength. And um, Tuesday, I was off all day because the county was closed. And I was supposed to be on call, but I gave it up because I just didn't want to go to work. And I got to spend all day with my dogs. Um, sorry. And then on Wednesday, I woke up and um, my 100-pound German Shepherd just couldn't move. So I ended up having to put him down that day. And the whole day I was just praying for God, like, could you give me your strength, please? Because I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. And he kept, like, giving me signs that I was doing the right thing. Um, and that night when I sat down to pray, it was rough. I wasn't going to give out candy for Halloween, but my friend convinced me to because I was taking it out on the kids, apparently. <laughs> so I, I gave candy out. But that night when I sat down to pray, all I could do was thank God for everything that he's given me and, and for giving me my puppy. And, you know, I wasn't upset with him. I wasn't, like, asking him why it happened or anything. I was just thankful. Like, he just, I gave it all to him on Monday, and, and he took me through it and gave me his strength. And it's just, it's just amazing. And he's been talking to me all week. Like, today, I was going to Skyline Drive because I needed some time with, with the Lord. He told me yesterday to get out of the house, stop feeling sorry for yourself. And as I was driving down 522, I passed this woman walking up 522. And some said, turn back and give her a ride. And I kept going. And I'm like, oh, turned around, went back, and asked her. I said, do you need a ride? And she needed a ride to town, so I turned back around. And But I just finally started listening to him. Now, now, you know, the Bible doesn't. The Bible doesn't say anything about uh, directly anyway about our, our pets, but I believe our pets are going to be back with us. I'm believing God can do that in the new kingdom. Amen? I believe that. I believe that. That's just me. My dog, my little princess, I believe I asked God, God, when my little princess go, I want to see it. I believe we're going to be there. But what's amazing in Lori's life is that, and and we've been listening, we've been talking to Lori for a little bit, and, and, and it's amazing how God does because you know, uh, he's just been doing a very quick work in you, and he's been he's been working. Uh, I mean, it seemed like the things you be saying is like, wow, God did that, God did that, and then you have this little bump in the road. And and I think what God is saying to you is that that even in difficulty, He is there, because it's not always going to be just the way you want it, but God is there to comfort you, to strengthen you. Because no matter what you go through, he wants to give you that peace that you have. And it seems like you got it. And I, we just want to pray. Can we just say a prayer for her? Amen. That, that she would just continue to walk in God's peace. Amen. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for Lori. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you're the great comforter. And we ask that you would comfort her heart and care for her, Lord, and watch over her, Lord, in a, in a unique way, Lord. Bless her as you already have. But, Lord, continue, Lord, and 
And I like what she said, Lord, that she just needed to go to Skyline Drive to spend some time with you. Father, she yearns more for your presence. And, Father, we thank you for working on those areas of our life, Lord, that she's surrendering to you. And, God, we just ask, Lord, that you would just continue your good work of transforming her, Lord, to be the daughter that you desire for her to be. We thank you, Lord God, for the work you're doing. Not only that, but for the work that is to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God a praise. Thank you so much for sharing. Anybody else have a testimony? Amen. Go on. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Now, before we uh, get ready to, to close, I want to give a little testimony of my own. Amen. And, uh, you know, my, my stuff always kind of revolves around the church and making sure that it's doing the things that it needs to do and asking God always for wisdom to be a better leader and to get out of the way of what God want to do and, and try to facilitate as much as I can God working through the life of his people. So I took some time today. I, I wish I would have given a picture to you. I would have emailed it to Di, which she could have showed you. Um, but uh, some of you got Facebook. You can go to my Facebook page and you can see it. But I went to Governor's Island. How many know what Governor's Island is? And I went over to a nice place, and there's nobody there, a couple cars. And, and, uh, and I just went. And I'm walking. I'm just asking. A lot of times, you know, I just ask the Lord to speak to me. I just Lord speak to me. And I'll keep saying that. Sometimes that is my prayer. My prayer is not like going 25, you know, 100 miles an hour, just trying to blurt out everything I can get out. A lot of times I walk and I just simply say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. So as I'm asking him to speak, I'm, I'm being silent, but I'm walking. And, um, and I just start asking him about, you know, how things going? What do we need to do better? Am I doing what you want to do, Lord? Is there anything in me that is not right? Lord, please. And so as I'm walking down the pathway, and it, it just came to me, the verse in Isaiah chapter 40, where, and, and the Lord just spoke to me. It wasn't audible, but it was very real. Because I look up and I can see there's a pathway. If you go into Governor's Island, there's like this concrete pathway that leads through the woods. And, you know, how many know we've had some trials, you know, and we have some bumps in the road. And sometimes you wonder, and you, you wonder if you're on course or if you need to take a detour. You, you just don't know. I mean, this is what we pastors experience. You know, we just, we just go through this. And so, and so the Lord just spoke to me very clearly. And, and as I'm looking at this picture right in front of me, I, I see the, there's the, the pathway, the woods, and then the sun is beaming down on the concrete. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me that I will make a way in the wilderness because I had a lot of questions. And I was trying to figure out, God, what, you know, what, God said, I will make a way. And, and then he told me, and it was like, it was amazing because I'm, I'm now, I'm, I'm, I'm about to leave and get in my car. And, and right as I'm getting this from the Lord, and I'm sensing this is what he's saying to me, and then right at that moment, the sun was kind of hidden by the cloud. The cloud came right over right over uh, the, the sun or the sun moved toward the cloud, y'all, whatever, whoever science people are, y'all know which one happens, but 
the sun, the clouds got in the way of the sun. And it suddenly became sort of dark and gloomy. And then right at that moment, and God was speaking to me, he was saying that there will be some challenges, there will be some dark days. But that didn't last for like maybe like five seconds, seven seconds. And then he was saying to me that the sun will come back again. And as soon as I was thinking this, I could see the sun just coming back beaming. And God was saying to me, stay on course. Stay on course. Because I was asking the Lord, what did I do about this? What did I do about that? God said, stay on course. And it was the most incredible, beautiful thing. Just a little word, because that's really what I've been praying for mostly all week. Just a sense of, God, what do you want me to do? And so God speaks, um, and he has a, a great work that he is wanting to do in the life of this church. I really do believe that. And God said to me, God said, stay the course, and the sun is going to shine. It's going to continue to shine, and we're going to be a blessed people because we love each other and we support one another. And, uh, and so I just want to um, just thank you for your prayers. Thank you for the testimonies. Um, absolutely incredible. Can we give God another praise for that? God is done. Um, I just ask that you would continue to pray and uh, continue to bring people to church with you and pray for those. And if uh, some of you who are younger in the Lord, you want to have children, then go ahead and let the Lord grow the church that way. You know, I would just, that was just a plug-in for my sister back there. 